my absolutely beautiful Gemini friends and welcome to your horoscope for October of 2021 where this month we have got planets just flying out of retrograde. It's actually very cool because it is our opportunity to take all of this review, all of this wisdom that we have done and been under and get ready to launch it forward. So I do want to say that I think October is kind of still a prep month and then we can really launch some things forward as we get into November because though the planets are coming out of retrograde, which is phenomenal, we also need to give them some time to speed up just a little bit, like get going. So we'll have Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter, and Mercury all come out of retrograde this month and that's also really great news Gemini because Mercury is your ruling planet so as we're traveling through this first 18 days of the month you may be still feeling the review energy unless of course you have a Mercury retrograde in your chart natally you may actually be feeling like Woo, I am out in these streets. I've got a lot going on. There's a lot coming at me. So in this case, you do want to understand, though, that the ruling planet is retrograde until the 18th, and then it will change direction, okay? All right, Geminis, let's get in here and take a look at what's going on. But before we do, really quickly, if you are looking for the short, quick, let's get to it version of what's going on this month without so much breakdown, make sure you check out the October shorts. I'll put a card right there, and of course, the video will pop up at the end as well. All right, Gemini, so right at the beginning of the month, as we're coming in on the 6th, we're going to have a really busy day on the 6th because energetically there are two events that are quite big happening for us. So we're going to have a new moon happening in the energy of Libra. Now, this is going to light up your fifth house space, which you can see on the screen. It's kind of an energetically busy space for you right now. The fifth house is children self-expression, anything that has to do with speculation or or taking a risk. And the other thing that I want to point out very specifically, I think this month for you, Gemini, is that while the fifth house is also the house of children, it is also the house of you as a child as well. We tend to look to the fourth house in terms of our early childhood and things like that. But in the fifth house, you may be taking the role of needing to go back and connect with your parents and you are very much so in that child role, like they are caring for you in some way. So I want to point that out that that could be something that's definitely on your table this month as you're looking at it. But with a new moon happening here with in Libra at 13 degrees, you're actually looking to rebalance a relationship in this particular area. Now keep in mind this is a cardinal new moon. So this also means that from the fifth house, if you needed to begin something, if your children were beginning something, if you did have an investment or a speculation or a book of poetry that you wanted to begin, this is a wonderful energy to be able to do that because we plant our seeds of intention at the new moon and then you don't stand there and watch them grow or you're not like, don't do that. Okay, what you want to do is plant them, trust that the universe has got your best efforts in mind, do the footwork and stay out of the way. Now, the other thing I do want to say about this new moon in the fifth house is genuinely Gemini. Libra is about rebalancing. There is balance and beauty and pleasure in Libra energy. And if you have not been taking some sips from the pleasure punch bowl, I really want you to do that. A life that is all work and no play is out of balance. And so even if your circumstances in your life before you tell me in the comment section you cannot even breathe and have any joy, I want you to plant your seeds of intention this month. Make it a priority. Maybe you are not going on a yacht vacation this freaking summer or this freaking fall. Maybe that's not what's in the plan, but where can you go have your little piece of tea? Where can you have a little biscuit? 
Where can you just take a two minute walk outside that is about realigning your body and your cells and every moment of you in that little break with something that feels pleasurable? Where can you do that? Find the space, find the place. And I wanna be real clear on this. We've got people on this uh, channel who are watching from some real confined situations and they're trying to find places for peace. So do that for yourself, okay? On the same day, we're gonna have Pluto coming direct. Now, Pluto is coming direct in the energy of Capricorn at 24 degrees, which lights up your eighth house space. This is again about a joint resource or a joint connection that is happening in some way, whether you are sharing joint resources with another person, another institution, something like that. I also think at this particular point in the year, because it's a Pluto, which is an outer planet energy, if you've got joint resources, connections, issues, or anything like that with, let's say, the government, uh, apartment buildings, housing units, anything like that that has a government kind of structure or contract behind it, you could find that as Pluto is out of retrograde, you can find some things moving forward as well. And if you haven't watched my video on Pluto, Jupiter, and Saturn coming out of retrograde and what to be looking for, check this card up up here and I'll put a video at the end as well. On the seventh, we're gonna see Venus moving into the energy of Sagittarius, so just across the street from you, which means it lights up the seventh house place, which is about relationships. And we're going to see Venus traveling here all the way until November 5th, okay? So you've got a good span of energy to work with over about 30 days. Now, Venus coming into Sagittarius, we get a bit adventurous, we get optimistic. You know, you can get very know-it-all, and maybe that's not the best thing to do, but there is an adventure quality that comes with Venus moving into this space. So one of the things I think of in your conscious chosen one-on-one -on -one relationships is first of all, it's Sagittarian energy ruled by Jupiter. Do you have something going on with the law? Because open enemies also live in the seventh house as well. So do you have some connection with the law that you're needing some diplomacy? You're needing Venus to come in and smooth it out, magnetize some goodness, your direction. This is a perfect energy for that. Do you have somebody traveling to you? Do you have an, an overseas interest, love interest, a love connection, right? You know, if you don't have that, is this person just very foreign for you? Are you feeling like you're in love with, with culture? language, religion, something like that that's very Sagittarian, which is just about being different, expanding your horizons and getting out of where you are at right now. So for some people, I am getting a sense that um, this is a move. For some reason, this is a move. I would think it would be connected to either something going right in a relationship or something has broken down in a relationship and you're making that move. So if that's you, please let me know in the comment section down below. Now on the 10th, we're gonna see Saturn coming direct in the energy of Aquarius at six degrees of Aquarius. So locate that on your chart, which is of course lighting up the ninth house space. As Saturn comes direct, you know, when Saturn came into the energy of Aquarius, Back in March of 2020, we got a preview of what you were going to work on to publish, market, broadcast, expand, higher learning, legal situations. These things were coming to your table in a sneak peek kind of um, vision then, Gemini. And then when we got to December of 2020, it landed. Now, a piece of this Saturn in Aquarius here 
I think has really been bringing your attention to where you need to be serious and solid about your expansion plans. Where are you teaching? What are you learning? What are your training and your skills? What are you putting out to the world to expanding? You know, are, is it time for you to travel? You know, a big question that keeps coming up every time I've looked at the Gemini horoscope, especially going into 2022, is this question of, are you living in the right country? <laughs> Right? Are you living in the right country, Gemini? Right? Because it, it, all the glitters may not be gold where you're at. And if there's an opportunity to be considering this as a part of your expansion plan, it's something to consider. Also, do you have some beliefs or some mind frames or some ideas that are actually not helping you they're hindering you so these are things that i think as saturn was coming forward and showing you this area it also during the retrograde helped you to rethink or to reevaluate some of these energies so that you're standing on solid ground as saturn continues to move forward now if you do have projects you were working on you're trying to get that book done that website that youtube channel now as saturn is direct you'll have an opportunity i think to launch it out and be quite successful with it if you've got your your proper footing in place on the 18th we're going to have another busy day so please mark it on your calendar it's energetically just busy and you may feel it in your whole being we're gonna have jupiter coming direct um, on the 18th as well we'll have mercury coming direct on that day now Jupiter is turning direct at 22 degrees of Aquarius. So again, in this ninth house space, it will continue to help you with this expansion. And likely Jupiter has brought an elder along with Saturn, an elder, a teacher, some kind of person into your life to teach you how to bridge the gap of the experience you have and the knowledge you need to go where you're trying to go. So I would love to hear in the comment section, Gemini, who has this been for you? What does this look like? What was the teaching scenario that came to your table that gave you the wisdom to be able to expand? What's the travel you're taking on? What does this look like? And at the same time, as Mercury's coming out of retrograde and that energy of Libra in the fifth house, now it's like everything that you were maybe researching, reviewing, looking at, going over, having conversations and relationships you know I told you there's a sense of maybe the child energy did you move back home for some reason did you move back were you back to some place that you were before and now as Mercury's out of retrograde you've got information and you can move forward but whatever it is that you've been shown and you've been working on especially since the 6th of September I would really take a look at where now you have this forward motion and a piece of that needs to be pleasure it needs to be some joy some play some self-expression some something that feels good to Gemini so please keep that in mind going forward oh some of you okay some of you gems this may be the time too for you where we've got a full moon coming up on the 20th so we're going to talk about that in a second but what you may be walking into with mercury coming out of libra is seeing where you have to let go of some relationships because you're too all over the place you're very airy it's pulling you all over the place and you can't possibly focus into what brings you joy because you're too spread out. So I just want you to consider that, okay? Full moon happening on the 20th in the energy of Aries at 27 degrees. This is gonna light up your 11th house space. So just like I said, a full moon says that something needs to be ended, acknowledged, or adjusted. We need to create a shift here. Aries is that warrior energy, Haya, right? Like we're here to do this. So at the full moon with all the lights on, do you need to cut ties somewhere? What needs to end? What needs to be let go in the friendship? 
organization, social media, social place, long-range goals, desires, and aspirations? What do you need to let go in of? order to continue to be successful? If you're just all over the place or the vision that you had for your life and your world, if you've spent the last five years trying to get that to line up and it is just not working, use your inner Aries energy. Use that Mars to be discerning. What's the new desire? What is the root of the desire that you want to have in your life and align a plan and a vision around that. But also what I think is to remember that Aries is the sacred gardener, right? The sacred gardener. If you've got a garden that is full of weeds or if you have got a fruit garden and you're trying to grow vegetables, that's not going to work, right? But so where can you use Aries as the sacred gardener to till your ground, bring things to culmination, adjust what needs, have an acknowledgement about where you feel like you fit in in the social world, the social setting, right? And make these adjustments. And truly, if you've got to cut ties, cut plans, cut whatever, if you need a tech break, please take it, okay? Bring some joy in this month. On the 23rd, we're going to see the sun entering into the energy of Scorpio. And on the 30th, we'll see Mars coming into the energy of Scorpio. Now, you'll see the sun in this particular position until November 21st. And Mars is going to stay all the way until December 13th. So as we see these two change signs and come into this space, the sun brings light, heat, life, and vitality. So this is a movement in the sixth house, which is health, your physical health, including your mental health, wellness, your diet, what are you eating? Your daily routine. I'm talking all the mundane things. How you brush your teeth. How do you drive to work? What is your morning and night routine to care for yourself? It's also work things, not your career, but the mundane things you do every day to get work done. Freelancers, you fall into this house as well. Freelance projects, co-workers fall in here. So in your daily life, your daily routine, your pets, your animals, the people you are taking care of, you're being a caretaker to. They all fall into this house, this area as well. So as the sun comes, you're motivated to look and work and move in this area. Is it time to adjust your diet? And that includes your information diet. You are a mercurial energy. Do you need to be paying attention to what you are consuming in terms of information? Is it making you crazy? Is it making you tired? Where is the pleasure? And if you don't have an answer to that, this is the month to be figuring it out. Now, Mars is going to come into the sixth house as well. And I mean, I think Mars in the sixth house, I start doing them little leg lifts. You remember Kathy Smith? <laughs> I still watch her videos, by the way. Um, I do watch them. And I do them also. But Kathy Smith, working out, getting the body in motion, taking action to find that healthcare provider, taking that action to do the juicing, to get below the surface of what's going on, but you have the action and the energy and the desire of Mars behind you to go ahead and get this sixth house moving, finish those projects, start some projects. Mercury's out of retrograde now, so it's definitely okay to start some projects. Now, Mars is still Mars. So if there are issues in the workplace or there's issues in terms of contracts or things like that, Mars is just as happy to air this place out as it is to, um, you know, it could bring a little bit of conflict to your table, but it is truly about airing it out and getting things moving forward. So I look forward, my Gemini friends, to seeing how the month shapes out and rolls out for you. Especially, please be sure that you are watching the um, weekly horoscope that comes out every week. You see it on Saturday, right before we begin that next week, so that you can look into it and use those more um, 
minute transits that are happening in between and relate them to what's going on and help you manifest this month, okay? All right, my beautiful Gemini friends, like this video, comment, share, subscribe. Thank you always for watching. I love you, and I'll see you next time.